Welcome, everybody, to Dad Talk Live. I'm your host, Viz, and I want to welcome all of our viewers from around the world. Thank you for tuning in tonight. It is Friday. Hope everyone is about to enjoy their very nice weekend. And tonight, we're going to do something completely different, all right? In and out of reading our horror news stories and headlines, check this out. I've got the Trivial Pursuit Horror Ultimate Edition. That's right. We're going to be playing a game tonight. How fun is that? I mean, why the hell not? It's Friday. We've been uh, doing a hell of a lot of interviews, enjoying our great guests. Tonight, we're just going to kick back, relax, check out some stories, and do some horror trivia. Now, any of you who've played Trivial Pursuit out there, someone's telling me my mic is uh, on. Yes, it should be on, and you should hear me, but... Thank you. Uh, I'm assuming everybody can hear me okay. Anyway, here are the categories. For those of you that have played Trivial Pursuit before, it's been a long time. I mean, the last time I played Trivial Pursuit was like the original edition back in like the 80s or whatever. Anyway, the categories are paranormal, monster, gore slash disturbing, psychological, comedy or slasher now you know you guys know me i'm all into the the paranormal movie so let's do a question right off i want to give this a shot and see how hard it is and if it sticks to what trivial pursuit used to be back in the day it's pretty damn hard so pick a category guys paranormal monster gore slash disturbing psychological comedy or slasher so go ahead come on somebody pick a category or else i'm going to pick one for you all right i'm picking the card if nobody picks a cat slasher all right well but we got two paranormals i like paranormal all right let's do paranormal all right so here's the question and of course the print is so goddamn small what language does young miles speak that suggest he may be a serial killer reincarnate in the prodigy 2019 no idea what language does young miles speak that suggest he may be a serial killer reincarnate in the prodigy 2019 all right, Colette writes Arabic. All right, any other? Uh, all right, it looks, we got Arabic, Arabic. All right, let's go with Arabic. See what we got. No, it's Hungarian. Hungarian, nice guess though, but nope, wasn't Arabic. Hungarian. All right, that requires another one. Category. Come on, guys. Now, someone said slasher. So let's go ahead and do the slasher. All right? All right. <laughs> Who was Marie in love with that caused her to kill her friends, family in high tension 2003? No idea. Who was Marie in love with that caused her to kill her friends, family in the movie High Tension back in 2003. 
No one's going to get this. I'll be impressed as shit if somebody gets this. By the way, you know, if we get somebody who gets a lot of these correctly, we are giving away Dead Talk Live t-shirts. But I'm going to give this a pass because I don't think anyone knows this. The answer is Alex. Alex. Yep, leave it to Trivial Pursuit, man. They don't make this stuff easy. All right, next one. You know what? Let's go with Psychological. All right, let's see if we can get one. All right, so far we're 0 for 2. Psychological, that's purple. What cry of terror does Danforth make after driven mad in At the Mountains of... Sorry, the movie is At the Mountains of Madness, 1936. Anyone see this? I didn't see this. What cry of terror does, I think I got the name right, no, Donforth make after driven mad in At the Mountain of Madness? The movie was from 1936. I don't think anyone is going to get this either. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. They, they, uh, <laughs> Tequila Lil. That's, and it's borrowed from an Edgar Allan Poe story. All right. Uh, if we get one correct tonight, I'll be impressed. I will be impressed. Anyway, let's move on to some stories while we're contemplating how hard this is going to be. Uh, let's see what we got. Let me bring it up. So, for those of you that don't know, uh, not like we have a lot of stuff to talk about, but... Uh, Comic-Con Virtual is going on, uh, started on Thursday, and it's going to run straight through Sunday, I believe. It's still virtual this year, uh, the Comic-Con International, but Comic-Con New York, which is going on in early October, is going to be in person, and I will be attending. Very excited about that. So, James Wan, uh, we've all heard this, is making... uh, I guess in the process of finishing his new movie called Malignant. Now, the Conjuring director James Wan is back with a terrifying new vision in the trailer for Malignant. Wan began his career with, of course, 2004 Saw, a movie that kickstarted the torture porn genre for a new generation. I have never thought of Saw as torture porn. Anyway, The director would go on to work on several prolific horror films over the years, starting a few new franchises with films like Insidious and, of course, The Conjuring. Although he has delved into blockbuster fare with Furious 7 and Aquaman, Juan returned to his horror roots with this year's The Conjuring, The Devil Made Me Do It, the third film in the Conjuring main universe. All that work has not kept him from crafting a new original horror vision. Until now, Malignant had only been teased with images and a brief clip shown during an HBO Max teaser video. Little was known about the plot of the film or even what kind of horror movie it would be. Juan is reuniting with Annabelle Comes Home star McKenna Grace, and he has brought on board Annabelle Wallace, from the first Annabelle film, 
Jake Abel, George Young, Maddie Hassan, and Jacqueline McKenzie also star. Now, Warner Brothers has finally released a trailer for Malignant, giving audiences an idea of what new terrors the horror mastermind has in store. The film will follow Wallace's Madison as she experiences horrific visions of other people being murdered. Eventually, Madison realizes that the murderer is someone from her past named Gabriel, someone who Madison says is the devil. The trailer goes on to reveal that with each brutal kill, Gabriel gets closer and closer to reaching Madison. Let's check out the trailer. I haven't seen this yet. I'm having visions. The body of Dr. Florence Weaver was found brutally murdered in her home this morning. Did you know her? No, but I saw her die. I'm seeing things. I'm seeing murders. As they're happening. Hello? He says his name is Gabriel. I think he's someone from my past. Whatever happened to you before you joined our family hurt you in a way that I can't even imagine. Stop saying that. Maddie, who are you talking to? Gabriel. Is he your imaginary friend? Imaginary friend? He's the devil. again. He's getting closer. He wants to talk to you. Mom, what do you know? He's coming for me. That looks damn good. And you gotta admit, James Wan is like the paranormal horror subgenre genius. Nobody does it as good as James. Everything he touches is like gold. I love all his movies. You guys know I'm a big paranormal fan, paranormal movie fan. That looks freaking amazing. I mean, it's unique, it's fresh. The idea of, uh, just looking at this trailer, that cannot be a living person. It has to be some kind of demon or a ghost or whatever. But damn, that looks good. You know, 
that got me into the paranormal frame of mind. Let's do another uh, paranormal question. What did wealthy 19th century families like the, the, the Blackers hide in the title room of, now the name of the movie is, The Disappointment Room from 2016? What did wealthy 19th century families like the Blackers hide in the title room of the disappointment room? What did they hide in the disappointment room? All right. Come on. Any guesses out there? Colette says daughter. Come on. Come on. Let's, let's get some guesses. What did 19th century families like the Blackers hide in their disappointments room? Come on, you can put it together. The disappointments room. 19th century. You don't you didn't even have to watch the film. That came out in 2016. We got paintings, daughter, pregnant daughter, Bibles. Well, the answer is disabled or afflicted children. There you go, Colette. Just as I, before I said it, Colette got it. Kids. And Colette, you know, baby, he said daughter, kids. So, Colette, congratulations. You got the first uh, question answered correctly tonight. That is awesome. I mean, it's a sad story, and it's just a movie. Uh, but congratulations, Colette. Let's do another one. Colette's on a roll. All right, you know what? Let's do gore and disturbing. All right, gore and disturbing. What key is fatal to a demon's host when inserted into its chest in the comic Lock and Key from 2008 to 2013? What key is fatal to a demon's host when inserted into its chest in the comic Lock and Key, which ran between 2008 and 2013. Jennifer says Skeleton Key. Nope. Well, nope. Nope. That's not what they call it here. Uh, Colette writes Silver One. A lot of Skeleton Keys. And I don't even know what this is, but it's an alpha key. Oh, Ephraim said Omega. You got to go to the uh, the opposite end of the Greek alphabet. The alpha key. I guess Ephraim came the closest with the Greek alphabet, but it was the alpha key. <laughs> oh, man. You know what? Let's keep this going. I'm having a lot of fun. Uh, let's go, you know, monster. You know, let's do monster. Let's do monster movies, all right? What type of animal can Mercy Thompson shapeshift into in the novels by author Patricia Briggs? What type of animal can Mercy Thompson shapeshift into in the novels by author Patricia, Patricia Briggs? And the answer is, come on, any idea? Come on. Nope, it's not a werewolf. It'd be too obvious. It's not a bear, Philip. Not a bear. Come on, any other animal guesses? 
Man, Instagram is just not guessing at all. Lion, cat, bear? No, no. The answer is coyote. Coyote. That's a weird choice, but why not? You know, let's keep this going. Let's try comedy. Let's see how you guys do in comedy horror. All right. How does Anna decapitate the zombie in a snowman suit in the movie Anna and the Apocalypse, 2017? How does Anna decapitate the zombie in a snowman suit in the movie Anna and the Apocalypse from 2017? Okay, any guesses? This is a weird one for decapitating a zombie, but <laughs> I don't think any of you, nope, not an axe, not a sigh, not, Efren says not a clue, a snow shovel, no, the answer is a seesaw. How the hell do you decapitate a zombie, or anybody for that matter, for, by with a seesaw? That... I got to see that movie just for that clue right there. All right, let's go to psychological. All right, this is serious. Psychological now. What beloved item does a jinn steal from Dorsa in Under the Shadow, which is an Iranian film in 2016? Now, a jinn is a demonic genie. In the Islamic faith. So what beloved item does a jinn steal from Dorsa in Under the Shadow, which is an Iranian film, in 2016? I have no idea. Any, But it's, it's guessable. It really is guessable. Come on. Let's get some guesses out there. A bottle? Nope. Not a bottle. Not a bracelet. Think more of a toy. A toy. Come on, one more lamp. No. The answer is doll. A doll. Sometimes the answers are really the obvious ones. All right, you know, let's do one more. Let's go back to paranormal. What is the name of the mental hospital in the house on Haunted Hill, 1991? This is a famous movie. What is the name of the mental hospital in House on Haunted Hill from 1991? It's going to take a good memory to get this one because I don't even remember it. You guys are not going to get this. The Vanicott Psychiatric Institute for the Criminally Insane. Now, I was definitely not going to get that one. Whoa, Jennifer, did you look that up? Jennifer got it right. All right, Jennifer. You know what? That, that That's impressive, Jennifer. Jennifer got that one right. Kudos. Kudos. Let's stay with uh, psychology. Where, where were the members of the community sacrificed to if their faces showed up in Jugs, in the movie Jug Face, from 2013. Where were the members of the community... Sorry. Where were members of the community sacrificed to 
if their faces showed up on jugs in the movie Jug Face 2013. I have never seen this movie. Uh, either has Efren. I don't think we're going to get this, but the answer is Healing Pit. Healing Pit. Yo, Trivial Pursuit is no joke. They don't mess around. You got to really know your shit if you're going to play Trivial Pursuit. All right, you know what? Let's do another one before we go to our next story. Let's go to Gore and Disturbing, all right? Gore and Disturbing. What did the disturbed Angelo inject into one of the boys he killed in front of Klaus in the film A Glass Cage from 1986? What did the disturbed Angelo inject into one of the boys he killed in front of Klaus in the film In a Glass Cage, 1986. Oh man, nobody's going to get this. Acid, bleach, that's what came to my mind too. But no, no. The answer is, and this is a weird ass answer. Fuel from Klaus's iron lung. Yeah, I ain't shitting you. Fuel from Klaus's iron lung. That's what he injected him with. All right, we'll come back to these <laughs> these fascinating. Uh... All right, so we just did Malignant. Here's another story about Malignant. All right, let's move on. Now, Netflix this past week released a classic horror story. Uh, it's an Italian film. And it is really, really good. Netflix gives you the option of watching it in Italian with English subtitles, or you can watch it dubbed. What I did is I watched half the movie dubbed, and then the final half in Italian with English subtitles. Because to be honest with you, I don't like dubbed movies. It's too distracting. So, it says Netflix subscribers are going wild for a terrifying new horror movie. A fun thing about Netflix is that it gives viewers the chance to see what horror is like in different parts of the world. The streaming service has horror movies and shows from all across the globe, from Indonesia, like movies like May the Devil Take You, to Egypt, like 122, and some of these international chillers hit in ways that English language horror simply doesn't. If you're a seasoned horror fan already attenuated to the creepy takes and jump scares dealt by Blumhouse and other American purveyors of fright, international horror will quickly become your next big obsession. And especially going to places like Indonesia and Southeast Asia, there really are some great horror movies out there. The latest international horror sensation just added to Netflix comes from Italy, and it is called A Classic Horror Story. It's currently sitting at number 8 on the streaming service's daily top 10 movies chart with good reason. And who says horror is an underrated genre? The meta opens referentially film follows a group of five strangers 
traveling in a ride-sharing RV together through a mafia-plagued part of southern Italy. Elisa is traveling to undergo a medical procedure she's not sure she wants to go through with. Sweet Ukrainian Sophia and her fiancé, obnoxious Brit Mark, are on their way to elope. Ricardo is a doctor who's much, who's much older than his fellow passengers and doesn't want to have anything to do with them. And the dorky driver Fabrizio is filming the whole trip on his phone to post on social media. During the trip, Mark, who's been drinking, takes over the driver's seat and crashes the RV into a tree, which knocks them all out. Now, when they come to, they find they are inexplicably miles away from where they were. They walk through the woods until they come to a creepy cabin and discover they're in the territory that belongs to a satanic cult. And when the cult shows up, things get really gruesome. As the title indicates, a classic horror story isn't subtle about drawing inspiration from horror movies that came before it. Midsommar, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and Saw are just few of the movies viewers have picked up similarities. If you take 80 slashers, The Wicker Man, The Village, Evil Dead, Silent Hill, and Midsommar and put them into a blender, you get the oh-so-meta Italian horror movie within a horror movie. A classic horror story is now streaming on Netflix. Um, now, Dread Central writer Michelle Swope posted on Twitter, I just finished watching a classic horror story. I really enjoyed it. It has Midsommar and the Village vibes all mixed in with that 80s slasher movies feel. Uh, in recent memory, a classic horror story is most reminiscent of Midsommar. I don't necessarily agree with that. The unforgettable 2019 horror film that's rapidly ascending to classic status. It's such like Midsommar, in fact, that filmmakers Roberto DeFeo and Paolo Stripoli should probably pay Midsommar writer-director Ari Aster royalties the way musicians do when they sample a song. Now, I don't know, for those of you guys that saw, have seen a classic horror story, yeah, it references a lot of horror movies from the past. Midsommar never really crossed my mind. It really didn't. Uh, there's stuff in the movie that so obviously, at least according to this author, obviously lifted from Midsommar that some viewers were turned off by the level of plagiarism adjacent to the movie. I didn't get that. Um, so anyway, uh, just finished watching a classic horror story. Uh, Twitter user wrote, rather than being scary in any way, it was just kind of took popular plot lines from a number of movies and put it together like, haha, see? We did it on purpose. It's supposed to be cliche BC, but I'm not sure because it was done well. People also had thoughts about the twist ending, which of course they won't spoil in this article. And uh, without spoiling it, if I tell you exactly which movie it reminded me of, especially the ending, it's going to spoil the movie for you guys. So I'm not going to do it. 
But I liked it. It was a twist of a lot of different things. And the ending is, you don't really see it coming. But if you haven't watched it yet, and you've got Netflix, check out a classic horror story. You've got two options when it comes to the audio. Like I said, you can watch it in Italian with English subtitles, or you can watch it dubbed. So kudos to Netflix to giving you both those options. Uh, Khaleesi writes, it's nothing like I've seen. It was a great ending. Uh, it was an amazing ending done uniquely. Not the ending itself being unique, but the way that it played out was kind of awesome. And there's a lot of social commentary, especially when it comes to the very, very end, uh, just before the credits roll. Not going to spoil it for you guys, so if you want to find out, you got to watch the movie. All right, let's do another trivia question. All right. All right. This is an easy one. You guys should get this right away. We're doing slasher. Slasher category. What rock star directed the remake of Halloween 2007? Come on. This is an easy one. Which rock star directed Halloween 2007? Come on, anybody? Hey, welcome Marco, where he is. It's 5.30 in the morning where he is. Rob Zombie, Jennifer got it, as did Khaleesi and Efren. Yes, that was way too easy. Every now and again, Trivial Pursuit will throw in an easy one there. All right, let's do another one. Let's go to comedy. We haven't done enough comedy. All right. What is Kyle killed by at the end of Piranha 3DD in 2012? What is Kyle killed by at the end of the movie Piranha 3DD, which came out in 2012? Any guesses? Hey, Zoe, welcome to the show. We're doing a little bit of headlines, news, and some Trivial Pursuit. Horror Ultimate Edition. No, not a piranha. That's a good guess, though. Alligator, shark, no, no, no. Any other guesses? It's not a creature. It's not an animal. I gave you a hint. Any other guesses? All right. The answer is a... Well, Colette writes gun spear. Close. It's a trident. A trident. Like, uh... <laughs> anyway, uh, let's do one more. Uh, let's go to... You know, let's go back to monster movies. All right? In the TV series Grimm, which I know we have a lot of Grimm fans... From 2011 and 2017, we're doing grim. Uh, what is the act of changing from human to creature form called? So for all you grim fans out there, what is the act of changing from human to creature form called? Anyone know? Grim fans out there? I know we have Grim fans out there. Nope. Shape-shifting would be way too easy. Efren is correct. It's called Wage. 
not wage, wage, wait, no, you're right, it is wage, I thought that was an A, sorry, Efren, you got that one correct, all right, let's keep it going, let's go back to paranormal, all right, which is not a sign of the bye-bye man coming in the movie The Bye-Bye Man from 2017? Coins appearing or sounds of a tea kettle? Which is not a sign of the bye-bye man coming in the movie by the same title? Is it coins appearing or the sounds of a tea kettle? This is a 50-50 shot. All right, Jennifer got it right. Sounds of a tea kettle. That is correct. Not too challenging, though. You had a 50-50 shot of getting it correct. Let's go to gore and disturbing. All right. Which horror legend was meant to star in the film Freaks from 1932? Let me just see the answer real quick. Okay. All right. I'll read the question again. Which horror legend was meant to star in the film Freaks from 1932? Lugosi, good guess. George Romero, no. He was uh, uh, probably just a baby. Not a baby. He was very young. No, not Bella Lugosi. Definitely not George Romero. Uh, it, the answer is Lon Chaney. Okay, he died before the movie was ever made. That's sad. All right, let's do another one, till we go, and then we'll go to our next story. Uh, let's see, where should we go to next? Uh, let's go back to slasher. Slasher movies. How did the tunneler puppet kill Joey on a workout bench in the movie Curse of the Puppet Master? 1998. How did the tunneler, tunneler puppet kill Joey on a workout bench in Curse of the Puppet Master in 1998? How did he die while sitting on his workout bench? Any guesses? Ouch. I just saw the answer. Uh, Jennifer says dumbbell smashed his head, bell bar. Uh, dropped weight on him. All good guesses, but no, this is more horrific. The dude was drilled in the crotch. That's a that's a rough way to go. Drilled in the crotch. Ouch. Ouch. All right, let's go to our next story. We'll get back to the questions again. Now, Jordan Pelley reveals the title and poster for his upcoming horror film, which has a very simple yet great title called Nope, being released in one year. When uh, when you're a Jordan Pele fan, you can just drop the first poster for your next film without any explanation on Twitter and fans will respond. That's exactly what happened this morning as the writer and director unveiled the poster for his latest effort, Nope described as, quote-unquote, a new terror from the Academy Award winner that stars Daniel Kaluuya, Keke Palmer, and Stephen Yen. 
All right, that's awesome. Glenn from The Walking Dead. Not much is known about Nope except uh, for its cast and that it's a psychological horror thriller written and directed by Pele. And it hit screens on July 22nd, 2022. So basically one year from yesterday. Much like Get Out and Us, the mystery surrounding his projects is what entices his fans and horror aficionados. So I think most appreciate how vague the marketing is for his films. We absolutely need to know what's going on. You can check out the poster and what was posted on his Twitter page below. So here you go. Not much to it, you know. On a hilltop overlooking a little village with a very dark, ominous cloud with, like, streamers coming from the cloud. So, there you guys go. Love the work of Jordan. Can't wait to see it. All his movies are amazing. And, uh, you know, Glenn from The Walking Dead. Stephen Yen is going to be in it. So, that is very exciting. Let's go to our next question. Let's go back to psychological. All right? What does the woman believe is behind the wallpaper in the short story titled The Yellow Wallpaper? Check out the year, 1892. I don't think anyone's going to get this, but I'll read it again. What does the woman believe is behind the wallpaper in the short story titled The Yellow Wallpaper? From the year 1892. Let me just take a peek at the answer. Uh, Colette writes a spirit. Any other guesses? A man. Colette, you're close. You're close. A trapped woman. That's what she believes is trapped behind her wallpaper. All right. Let's go to Gore and Disturbing. What fight did the characters get kicked? Sorry, what flight did the characters get kicked off in the original Final Destination? You guys should know this. What flight did the characters get kicked off in the original Final Destination from the year 2000? And they're looking for the number 180, Khaleesi, right on top of it. Good job, Khaleesi. She got that one correct. All right, let's go to, uh, uh, let's see, let's go back to Monster. All right, what is Agatha Van Helsing, sorry, what is Agatha Van Helsing's uh, vocation in the BBC TV series Dracula 2019? And if you guys have not watched that version of Dracula from 2019, it is damn good. Definitely watch it. What is Van, Hel- Van Helsing's vocation in that uh, movie? Her name is Agatha. Any guesses? Yes, Colette. Colette nailed it. A nun. Nice. Nice. Yes, she was a nun. This is fun. Let's keep going. Let's go back to Paranormal. All right. All right. An Annabelle question. In Annabelle 2014, 
uh, Annabelle 2014 was a sp- <laughs> this is too easy. Annabelle 2014 was a spin-off of what 2013 horror film? Who's the quickest to type? Come on. Who's the quickest to type? Conjuring, Efren, there you go. And Khaleesi as well. Yes, you guys got it. You guys got it. Let's stay with Paranormal because that was too easy. Another Annabelle question. In Annabelle 2014, Annabelle is both a person and what inanimate object? Man, this is a too easy. What inanimate object is Annabelle? Come on. First one at the type. Who's the fat? Doll. Efren. All right. So far, Efren's ahead. I think he's got the most right one. Not, uh, Khaleesi is right. Well, Raggedy Ann is what the real Annabelle looks like. But in the movie, they had to make her a lot more scarier. So it's not a Raggedy Ann doll. If you guys ever see the real Annabelle... It does not look like a scary doll. It literally is a raggedy and doll. But this thing is possessed. So, alright, let's go on to... Let's go back to comedy. What type of mask does the killer wear in Happy Death Day? 2017. What type of mask does the killer wear in Happy Death Day? 2017. Come on, this is a this has become a very famous mask. Happy face. Well, uh, no, but uh, that's not exactly what it's called. You guys, I know you know the mask, but it's actually called baby face. Baby face mask. But we'll give it to you, to all you guys who got smiley and happy face. It's close enough. Close enough. Welcome, Anil, uh, for joining us. Welcome to uh, Clyde, who is giving us a love heart. So let's go on to... Let's go back to psychological. Uh, How many personalities does Elizabeth exhibit in the novel The Bird's Nest from 1954? This is a novel now, The Bird's Nest, 1954. How many personalities does Elizabeth exhibit? Any guesses? Number of guesses? Uh, Marie says seven, close. Eighteen, five. Nope, Colette is the closest. Four. Colette, no real way of knowing that. It's four. Efren chimed in afterwards. But Colette, you were very close in the number four. I'm having a lot of fun with these. Let's do, uh, let's see, let's go, let's go back to psychological. What does room 101 contain in the novel 1980, sorry, 1984? From the movie 19, from the year 1949. What does the room 101 contain in the novel 1984? 
Any guesses? Colette writes a box. Jennifer is having fun. You're not going to get this one. This is hard. This is hard. A torture chamber, basement torture chamber. The actual answer is each prisoner's worst fear. That's what's contained in room 101. All right, let's go. Let's do one more and then we'll get to our next story. Let's go back to slasher. Slasher movies. What story did John Shooter accuse Matt Rainey of plagiarizing in Secret Window 2004 with Johnny Depp? What story did John Shooter accuse uh, Mort, Mort, sorry, Mort Rainey of plagiarizing in the movie Secret Window from 2004? What's the name of the story? That he, uh, I'm going to spoil the movie because it's, it's, you know, if you haven't seen it, you know, the, uh, the, the character of John Shooter doesn't exist. It's all a hallucination. What's the name of the story? Sewing season. Good job, Efren. Did you look that up, man? I mean, you actually remembered the name of the story he plagiarized. Uh, Colette writes Sherlock Holmes. No, not Sherlock Holmes. Uh, Sewing Season is the name of the story that basically, uh, if you guys watched the movie Secret Window, which stars Johnny Depp, it came out in 2004. It's a great movie. Uh, the person that is supposedly stalking him throughout the whole movie is non-existent. It's his hallucination. It's basically his self-conscious. And he ends up having a dissociative identity disorder, what you what used to be called split personality. So there you guys have it. All right, let's go to our next story. We have about 13 minutes left. So we have to talk about American Horror Stories. Uh, the third episode came out uh, a, a day or so ago. I watched it yesterday. Uh for those of you that don't know, American Horror Stories is the episodic anthology of the mother show, which is American Horror Story. In stories, each episode is its own contained story. And in episode three, it was about a movie that uh, basically anybody that watches this movie uh loses their mind and i watched it yesterday and the best way to describe it is they sort of turn into zombies rage zombies but they don't eat people and they can die you don't have to shoot them in the head you stab them you know shoot them in the heart wherever they will go down like a regular person but everything else about these people that end up watching even a few seconds of this movie they become zombie-like creatures so after a fun and scary two-part premiere that took viewers back to american horror stories murder house from the very first season american horror stories went a completely different way for episode three titled drive-in the action stayed in los angeles kicking things off with a couple of teenagers fooling around while Bob Ross painted happy little trees in the background on TV. 
The boy Chad thought they should be normal and have sex because they have been together for a whole six months, while the girl Kelly was not ready. When Chad threw a previous relationship in her face, Kelly stormed off and he lamented he was going to die a virgin. Well, knowing this show, maybe. Now, the next day, Chad's friend Quinn, they come up with this brilliant teenage idea about this limited showing of a film that when it was aired to a, a theater back in the year 1986, I believe, it caused mass hysteria and murder to break out in the audience of those people watching the movie. They started killing each other and in a very gruesome, violent way. Now, the uh, third episode uh, stars Adrienne Barbeau, who's been a guest of ours, and she is a horror queen classic. It also stars Naomi Grossman, who is very familiar with the American Horror Story. Um, you know, she has been on Asylum and many other seasons of American Horror Story. And uh, she was, to my surprise, she was in episode three of American Horror Stories. And Naomi is great. Uh, I mean, she is just so perfect. And her character that she played in this episode three uh, was a little bit freaky. Anyway... They go to the movies, it's a drive-in, of course, teenagers at a drive-in, half are actually watching the movie, while the others do other stuff. Anyway, mayhem starts to break out, less than a minute after the movie starts playing. What happened was, the background to the story is that after the 1986 release of the film, Congress got involved... And I thought it was funny that they put Tipper Gore uh, character into the show. But anyway, she had the distributor of the film completely destroy every copy, every print of the film. But the director, who we find out in this episode, is a few apples short of a fruit basket. He's crazy. He doesn't care about how many people hurt or die. He, all he cares about is making cinematic history by literally making people lose their minds and turn on each other from watching his film. That's all he cares about. It's a great episode. And uh, for those of you guys that don't know where to watch American Horror Stories, it is available on um, Hulu. It's not available on the FX cable satellite channel. The only place to watch it is on Hulu. So if you don't have Hulu, they do have a free trial. Uh, you know, get a hold of that free trial, watch a couple of episodes, and then it's up to you if you guys want to finish watching it. The first two episodes and even the third one were great, but I loved the first two episodes of them going back to the murder house and... Um, you know, the rubber suit girl, and it's a whole great story that I'm not going to spoil uh, for you guys. We are almost out of time. Let's do a couple more questions. Let's go back to the paranormal, which I got to say, the paranormal category, out of all the questions that we have read so far, it's been the easiest category, in my opinion. 
So, what is the last name of the married demonologist in the... This is exactly what I'm talking about. What is the surname of the married demonologist in The Conjuring and The Conjuring 2? I mean, come on. Make this a little bit more challenging. What's their last... The Warrens. There you go, Khaleesi. Good job. You see, they're, they're making these paranormal questions way too easy, while the other ones are really hard. Let's go back to comedy. What hybrid pet do the boys bring from the past in House 2, the second story from 1987? What hybrid pet do the boys bring from the past in the movie House 2, the second story from the year 1987. Hybrid pet. Any guesses? It literally, it literally is a hybrid pet. Think insect and mammal. I guess is the best clue I can give you. You guys are not going to get this. No, it's a caterpillar dog. That's right, a caterpillar dog. I ain't shitting you. All right, let's go to Slasher. What truck driver did the students play a prank on that backfired on them in Joyride from 2001? What truck driver did the students play a prank on that backfired on them in the movie Joyride from the year 2001. Anyone know the prank? Oh, Efren got it. Rusty Nail. Good job, Efren. All right. All right, let's go to Monster. Where does Victor Frankenstein pursue his creature to just before he dies in Frankenstein or the modern Prometheus 1818. Where does Victor Frankenstein pursue his creature to just before he dies in Frankenstein or the modern Prometheus 1818? Okay, Efren says Arctic Circle, and you're correct, the Arctic. I think we have a clear winner. Efren definitely knows his horror stuff. That's why he's our show's uh, produce, one of our producers. All right, let's do gore and disturbing. Just keeping an eye on the time. This is probably going to be our last question. All right, the last question of the evening. Let's take our time with this one. Who is the only person to escape in deadly rooms in the movie The Cube from 1998. Who is the only person to escape in deadly rooms in the movie The Cube from 1998? Any guesses? This is kind of hard. The only person to escape the Deadly Rooms in the movie The Cube. Effen writes The Special Needs Man. You got to come up with a name. Colette writes Jenny. Nope, not Jenny. 
I don't think you guys are gonna get this. Uh, I we see Scott. Marie, you're guessing. <laughs> Marie is just throwing names out there. All right, the answer is we have Jenny, Jimmy, Zach. No, the answer is Kazan. Kazan. That is the person who escaped the deadly room. You know, I had a lot of fun doing that. I think uh, this is fun. We're going to do it again. And just to show you, this is how many questions. Oops, sort of bent the cards. This is how many questions we did tonight. A question from each and one of these cards. So that's not bad for one uh, day's, uh, for one hour show. I want to thank you guys for hanging out, playing with us. I hope you enjoyed our Friday show. We have guests coming back to us next week. Check out our site for the list of upcoming guests. It's been an honor and a pleasure talking to you guys. Um, hope you have a good weekend. Uh, remember, stay safe. And until next week, remember to always, always stay walking. Have a great weekend. Bye-bye.